Welcome to the Mystic's Path podcast. Learn about living a mystical life, shamanic practices for healing and earth healing, crystals, tarot, and other mystical practices. I am your host, Katie McBrien. The Worlds of Shamanic Journeying. In this episode, we are going to talk about what are these worlds. We're going to go over the upper world, the middle world, the lower world. We're going to actually take a journey to meet with your power animal and find your guiding star. We're going to talk about the dangers of journeying. And then we're going to touch on our next episode in the Mystics Path podcast. So let's talk about what are the worlds. So the worlds are three planes that coincide with our actual waking existence, the world that you're living in now. These planes can be seen during specific holy days. We can tap into them quite easily. So the solstices and the equinox. So during the summer solstice, we can peer into uh, the middle world and we can talk to fairies and nature spirits and in Halloween we can tap in again to the middle world and we can see our departed loved ones restless spirits who haven't transitioned so let's talk about the upper world the upper world contains teachers ascended masters gods and goddesses we go to the upper world for guidance and education in the middle world This world mirrors our own exactly. Here we can find restless spirits, local nature spirits, and lost soul parts that could break off due to soul loss. So that could happen during a traumatic event. In the lower world, it's very mystical. It mirrors our world quite a bit, but everything's more vivid. Here we find power animals. We can find healing and we create can create a sacred medicine space for energetic healing. So that just basically touches over the three worlds. And the thing I love about shamanism is I talked about it in the last episode where we talked about core shamanism. There are definitely more worlds than the three worlds. But it has been discovered through core shamanic practices that there are definitely three the upper world the middle world and the lower world they uh, exist in almost every single culture around the entire country I know specifically in the Andean tradition there are three worlds the upper world the middle world and the lower world so let us do a journey to meet with your power animal and find your guiding star If you don't know your power animal, that is okay. You can meet with your power animal in this journey. And then we will also find your guiding star. So your guiding star is like your personal compass. It can help you find your destiny and your power. I was just reading a book by Elizabeth Jenkins called Journey to the Caros. It's her second book um, in a series And she talks about when she first meets Don Manuel Kespi. And she talks about when she first laid eyes on him, she saw above his head an energy. 
and she found out later that that was his guiding star. And we're going to talk more about that uh, in another episode when we talk about the Andean tradition. But I just want to touch briefly that I think that it is really interesting that a clairvoyant can sometimes see uh, people's guiding stars. So that's my goal is to help you find your guiding star so you can set out on your destiny. I think that's so important with everything that's going on in the world right now that we can tap into our destinies. So let's talk about how to do a journey. So the first thing I want to talk about journeying is you have to set your logical mind aside. It's a lot like dreaming, but you're not going to be asleep. So when you wake up from a dream, you might be like, oh, that's crazy. I can't fly. But you did just fly. Your soul flew in a dream. And when we go through the journeying process where our brain transitions from its waking state to a lower state, so the frequency of the brain actually drops, um, and this happens naturally. So if you're reading a book or watching TV or meditating or sitting outside for a long period of time, your brain actually starts to slow down on its own. It's completely natural. It's not dangerous. But shamans do it uh, intentionally. They do it through drumming, uh, sacred dance. Uh, They can use uh, drugs that might happen, you know, in some... uh, shamanic tribes specifically ayahuasca and and san pedro can uh induce uh shamanic states through the use of drugs but we're not going to use drugs and if you are one who does drugs i would like to ask you kindly not to partake in that before doing this journey and i would also like to mention that you should not be driving when you do this journey Even just listening to it while you're driving can distract you. And if you're like me, your brain can start to focus more on the journey than what's on the road in front of you. And I would hate for you to have an accident. So please pause this episode now if you're driving and resume it when you can be in a safe place. Uh, You can close your door. You can turn your phone off. Um, so you don't get any phone calls or text messages and just generally be in a space where you feel completely safe and protected. Now, traditionally, you would call in the directions north, south, east and west, below and above. But we're not going to do that in this particular episode. We're, we can just do a journey just by jumping right into it. So if you are in a safe place where you can close your eyes and relax and let go, let us begin the journey. I would like you to start off by taking several deep breaths. Take a breath in, hold, and release. Take a breath in, Hold and release. Take one more deep breath in, hold and release. Begin by focusing on your feet. Release any tension in your toes, 
in your legs, in your knees, your hips, your torso, your chest. Relax your shoulders, your neck, your face, your fingers, your arms. Take one more deep breath in and release. Now that you are completely relaxed, we will begin this journey. Close your eyes and see yourself somewhere in nature that is completely safe for you. This could be an ocean, a forest, maybe your backyard, or favorite park that you visit. I want you to start walking around your favorite place. I want you to look for a way to go down. Perhaps it's a tree that's hollow. Perhaps it's a stream that you can go in. You want to go down. We're going to go down to the lower world. It is completely safe in the lower world. You don't have to worry. Find a way to go down. Past all the different layers of the earth, past the rocks, the crystals. yourself to see, feel, know, hear, and smell this landscape. Use all of your senses. Begin to walk in whatever direction you are pulled. Say silently in your head, I am calling to my power animal. Allow your power animal to come to you. You may find an animal has already come to you. Turn your back and walk away. Again, say, I call for my power animal. You may find that the same animal reappears or a different one happens. You want to turn your back again. Silently in your head say, I call to my power animal. You want to see this power animal three times before you accept it as your power animal. I'm going to let you have a brief moment to connect with your power animal.
intuitively know the power animal's name. Maybe it will tell you its name. Maybe you will sense its name or feel its name in your core. Do not discount this. That is your power animal's name. That is what it would like you to call it. I would like you to ask your power animal to help you find your guiding star. You may find that the landscape that you're in begins to shift to nighttime, or perhaps you will climb up on its back and fly way, way, way up into space. Or maybe you'll just look up and see your guiding star, even though it's daylight shining brightly above you. When you have found your guiding star, ask your power animal to help you form a connection between you and your guiding star. An energetic thread that connects your soul to your guiding star. Your power animal will immediately do this for you. You may see it, feel it, know that it's there, or maybe they will just tell you that it's there. When you feel completely connected to your guiding star, I would like you to take a moment and use all of your senses to get information from your guiding star. business, 
in your sleep, in meditation or journey, your guiding star is always with you. You are always connected. Take a moment to place your hands on the earth below you. Feel any negative energy within you begin to rise, any disharmonious energies mixing in, and slowly release that. Release that energy into the earth. Now stand up and ask nature to infuse you with positive energy. Energy that is harmonious with who you are at this moment. You may still feel some energy dissipating from you through the soles of your feet as this wonderful, harmonious energy fills you to your core. Thank your power animal for being here with you. Begin to retrace your steps. Find that way that you came down and go back up into your safe place in nature, your favorite place. Go up, up, up. And see yourself standing again in that same spot. You have just completed your first journey. Slowly begin to move, wiggle your toes, stretch your fingers, stretch your neck. Take a piece of paper and write down your experiences. I recommend you pause this podcast now. So how was your first journey? I'm very interested in hearing about it. Or your second or third or hundredth journey. You can always email me at katie at katiemcbrien.com. M-C-B-R-I-E-N. And my first name is K-A-T-I-E. So let's talk about the dangers of journeying. There are a couple. I wouldn't say that they're frequent but we could come across some unhelpful spirits. So during this journey, I asked you to turn your back on a potential power animal three times. That is to help be sure that the spirit that you are connecting with is indeed your power animal and a helpful spirit. Another danger might be unhelpful advice, or maybe you're feeling like you're making it up. So if you feel like you're making it up, you can do a couple things. The first is... Ask yourself, would I make this up? And as it's happening, see if you can change what is happening. A journey happens almost like you're watching a movie or you're experiencing something that's out of your control. You can't really change it as it's happening. So if you can change it, then you know that you're in an ego state, which is where unhelpful advice and unhelpful spirits will come to you. And you could either stop the journey and try it again, or you could just 
let go. Take several deep breaths and release and let go. So the middle world work is always done with your helping spirit or your helping spirits. Uh, We do this because a lot of the lost spirits who haven't transitioned are found in the middle world. So you wouldn't want to connect with someone who hasn't quite passed on yet and you wouldn't want them attaching to you or your energy and your helping spirits can help keep that from happening. So the other thing I want to talk about is advice from journeying. You always want to run any advice given to you through your common sense. Obviously, you don't want to do anything that could hurt you or somebody else. And that is quite an open term because sometimes what's good for us isn't good for somebody else. But obviously, you don't want to do anything that could cause physical harm. Again, run everything that is given to you during your journeys through your own common sense and your moral compass, and you will remain true at all times. So this concludes this episode of the Mystics Path podcast. In the next episode, we're going to talk about Andean mysticism, something that is very near and dear to my heart. I look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you so Many much blessings. for listening to this episode on the Mystics Path podcast. For more information about this podcast and your host, Katie McBrien, please visit me on the web at www.katiemcbrien.com. <laughs>